0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here, look, I screwed up again, I'm uh, out of town, and I took the same broken microphone that I've used in the past that doesn't work, so I'm going to keep this very quick for today, for Elon Daily today part of your talking Tesla. First story is from Business Insider, and it's about a Chinese ride share company that bought a bunch of Model 3s, and is ticked off because 20% of the cars it purchased, it says, are experiencing mechanical problems, and the wait times to get those cars fixed, it's been between like 45 days and uh, two months costing this rideshare service a million dollars. And so they've put up a giant billboard in the middle of a very busy intersection to say, uh, Tesla, it's been 45 days and you still haven't fixed us. This. this is uh, the kind of bad press that Tesla doesn't need in China right now because this uh, goes on the back of a Tesla Model S in a parking garage spontaneously igniting as uh, will happen every now and then, apparently, with a lithium car and also with a gas car. So this is not the kind of PR that they need. And it seems to show, again, that they're having some build issues and also some quick repair issues in China, not just here in the US. This company bought 278 cars, and 20% of them, they say, have experienced uh, these failures. So not good news on the Tesla front, hopefully just growing pains. On a brighter note, Electric is noting that there has been a sort of a massive number of units that have been registered for a Model 3, a batch of nearly 40,000 vehicles. And they estimate, somebody's estimating, um, that about half of these are going to be international and half of these are going to be uh, domestic. So we like that when Tesla sells lots and lots of vehicles. That's very, very good. Eventually, according to this Electric article by Fred Lambert, they expect that the mix of international to domestic is going to be about 70% of the cars produced in the US are going to go internationally and 30% are going to stay domestically. I don't know where they get from that from, uh, maybe they made it up, but it sounds uh, about right. There's an interesting article in Clean Technica that I read today about um, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has announced $280 million in support of energy storage. So this is part of New York State trying to uh, get to 100% renewable. They go through where by 2025 they want to have 1,500 megawatts of storage and by 2030 uh, 3,000 megawatts of storage. But they don't really talk about in this article how they're going to do it, by what mechanism they're going to do that. They're just pouring some cash in there. Will this be big Tesla batteries? Uh, Will this be pumped hydro? What will this be? It's a lot of money. A lot of storage, but we're going to hear about this um, more and more. We used to just hear about, well, people are adding solar and people are adding wind, but increasingly it's about what backup power you have. So it's solar plus batteries, or it's wind plus batteries, or wind plus pumped hydro. We hear about this more and more all the time because, obviously, because of the intermittent nature of a lot of those energy sources, linking them with storage is now sort of fundamental. And as the prices, particularly of the batteries, come down this becomes more and more cost-effective. And we're hearing that uh, pica plants made with solar or wind plus lithium batteries are now less than producing gas-fired plants. So a little hard to believe, but great news, if true and sustainable, that instead of even having a gas-fired pica plant, you do your solar and you do your battery backup, and boom, it's faster, it's better, it tastes great, it's less filling. And lastly, just a quick note from CNN Business. And it notes in here that renewable energy is projected to generate more electricity than coal in the month of April. So it used to be here in the United States that coal was king. Coal was the vast majority of electricity generation in the U.S. But it got dethroned by natural gas, and now it looks like uh, renewable energy is about to take it over as well. So although we have an administration that uh, says, you know, Trump digs coal... Coal is basically going away, it can't keep up, it's too expensive, and although we do lament the loss of those jobs, we don't lament the loss of that uh, carbon producing nastiness. It's just a really dirty way to produce energy. And, uh, the sooner it all goes away, the better. But just remember that natural gas, while less polluting than coal, is not zero polluting, it produces about half the amount of CO2 for the amount of energy you get back. But that's still a half too much. We really want to get to 100% possible, 100% renewable, because any time we burn carbon at this point, it's bad, okay? It's bad. I think we all know that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name's uh, Mel Herbert. This show is Elon Daily. It's part of the Bigger Talking Tesla. Go watch the Q1, listen to the Q1 earnings report that we um, published a couple of days ago with Tom and Robert, and I will speak at you in the morrow. Maybe I'll be able to find a freaking microphone. Herbert out.